Vigorous Steve here. Thanks to social media. Nowadays, nobody can hide away in a hoodie or sweatpants anymore. Secretly grind through their off-season covered in a layer of fat and make those sweet, phenomenal gains that you need to have for the next summer holiday beach expedition, where you basically compete against general population who really let themselves go over winter and autumn. Those days are over and dusted. Nowadays, you got to stay in shape year-round. Otherwise... You're catfishing. I mean, the worst thing you can do for yourself is to not live up to the hype. The hype that you yourself created by posting buffered pictures you took months ago when you were actually in really good shape. But you still want to make those legendary gains though, right? But without the additional fluff. And all of this talk about main gaining has got you even more conflicted and confused than a Stretch Armstrong draw. So let me break it down for you nice and easy in this video. So here's the best off-season cycle that just makes you gain copious amounts of muscle tissue without putting on any additional body fat or water weight or result in any tangible side effects. What? I mean, what did you expect? Like you didn't know that the success of your off-season is dictated by caloric adjustments and following progressive overload while you manipulate your training volume and leverage every angle you can get to optimize sleep. But that's not what you clicked on this video for, so let me give you a couple options of performance-enhancing drugs, which are generally being used in the off-season, the quote-unquote wet compounds, dosage ranges included. There's Dianabol, Decadurabolin, Anadrol, Testosterone. I mean, testosterone is so wet, it makes me horny. Mint, Growth Hormone, IGF-1, whether it's LR3 or DES, Insulin, and even Creatine Monohydrate. I mean, it does make you hold water, especially if you take 5 to 10 grams per day. And besides these, you can also use dry compounds during the off-season. Those include Equipoise, DHB, Turinabol, Superdrol, Primabolin, Anavar, Parabolin, Trimbolone, and there's aromatized inhibitors, angiotensin receptor blockers, diuretics, or other ancillaries, which basically combat the negative side effects of the quote-unquote wet compounds by either modulating the arenine angiotensin aldosterone system or by acting as an aromatized inhibitor and thus reduce water retention so you can look cosmetically better. So long story short, basically, during the off-season, it doesn't really matter which performance-enhancing drugs you take because you can take ancillaries to mitigate the negative effects on water retention. What matters most is the particular and unique combination of PEDs that you subject yourself to. Because if you go with a cycle consisting of testosterone, nandrolone, and anadrol, co in combination with growth hormone, insulin, and IGF-1, and a boatload of creatine monohydrates, of course you're going to retain water. But if you design your cycle a little bit more intelligently, you use a good amount of testosterone, a low dose of nandrolone for joint support, and the rest of the anabolism is coming from boldenone, dihydroboldenone, or primabolin, which already inhibits the conversion of testosterone or nandrolone into estradiol, and help with renin-angiotensin-aldosterone modulation. And if you slowly build up your growth hormone, insulin, and IGF-1 dosages over time, your body can slowly but surely get accustomed to this increased modulation of the renin angiotensin aldosterone system, which can then positively affect with an angiotensin receptor blocker like telmosartan or valsartan or whatever else you prefer. And maybe you need a small amount of a diuretic to keep water retention under control if you take a boatload of growth hormone and insulin to match, right? It highly depends on how you design your cycle, how much food you eat, and how consistent you are with everything else. So how do we do it then, Steve? How do we stay lean during the off-season? It's as simple as one word. 
Consistency. Here's your consistency checklist. Let's get started with daily fasted cardio to improve insulin sensitivity first and foremost. Secondly, it would be fat loss. But how much fat loss do you expect during the off season when you're eating a boatload of food and you're always in a chronic caloric surplus? So let's forego that. But on the subject of insulin sensitivity, if you're not sensitive to insulin, you start to retain water because skeletal muscle is no longer accepting all of the nutrients that you're feeding it. And guess what? That's all spilling over to adipose tissue where you start to hold fat and a boatload of water. You need to stimulate the lymphatic system, which works on activation. So if you do a little bit of walking cardio and you have a standing desk, you get your steps in during the day. Guess what? All that edema around your ankles or lower body is now slowly being circulated through the lymphatic system, ending up back into your heart where it can be pumped around, ending up in the kidneys where you can excrete it as urine. The biggest mistake most bodybuilders make during the off-season is by sitting on their 24-7 thinking that's how they make gains, but in reality, that's just making them watery and fat. And it brings us to water and fluids. I would recommend everybody to drink at least four liters per day and make sure that that's consistent throughout the day so you don't drink four liters of water when you wake up and don't drink any water for the rest of the day. Space it out. What's important is that you stop drinking 30 minutes before and after meals so the stomach acid in your intestinal tract can build up and help you digest that meal. Otherwise, it's going to sit there for longer and that also means that you might have intestinal issues and hold some water around your waist. Follow an elimination diet. Only eat the foods that digest well for you. And if you feel that you're slowly building up some sort of food intolerance, take that particular food source out, right? Make the appropriate adjustments. The last thing that you want is to suffer from acid reflux or bloating or gas or intestinal upset and pain, right? Making you hold water around the waist and maybe even in your face, right? Now you have some sort of uh, systemic inflammatory response. Your diet is only as good as the food you can digest. You should be able to pull a deep vacuum at the end of the day, even if you eat 5,000 calories per day. I can't emphasize this enough. Eat the food that works for you, allowing you to still pull a vacuum at the end of the day. And otherwise, you're going to have to make some sacrifices and cut out particular food sources who are clearly not working. Increase calories by 10% when progress stalls. Lower your protein intake as carbohydrate intake goes up. Why? Because carbohydrates are protein sparing. During the off-season, you really don't need that much protein. Some of my clients used to eat 175, maybe 200 grams of protein but 600, 800, maybe 1,000 grams of carbs. Look into your electrolyte intake. I can't emphasize this enough. Stable sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, and phosphorus intake. And what those ratios need to be highly depends on the ancillaries that you're using and how much you sweat in the gym or in the sauna if you do that every single day. Look into digestive supports, apple cider vinegar, B1000 chlorides, prebiotics, probiotics, fiber, atka, tatka, oxbile, digestive enzymes, pancreatic enzymes. I mean, there's so many ways to support your digestive tract. Look into all options to help you pass all the food through easily. Step-by-step -step cycle design, increasing the dosages only when progress stalls and food can get you any more gains or strength during the off-season. But don't worry, I'll make a separate video about that. It will drop very soon. Intelligent compound selection. Duh, only pick the compounds that actually work for you. And keep in mind that the dose is the poison. Maybe 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams, 200 milligrams of nandrolone gives you all of the joint lubricating effects without any additional water retention. And now you think more is better. I need to go to a gram of nandrolone to complement the testosterone base, which is also a gram. <laughs> Guess what? You'll be retaining water out of your...
And of course, there's always sleep hygiene you can dive into. I mean, try to get eight to nine hours of high quality sleep in every single day. Do a sleep study. Maybe you need a CPAP or an APAP machine. Supplement with some over-the-counter sleep aids, melatonin, GABA, 5-HTP, valerian root, whatever works for you. I got an entire deep dive dedicated to deep sleep. I'll link it down below. Blinding curtains, high quality mattresses. There's a million different ways to optimize your sleep quality. And that's the best thing you can do during the off-season cutting phase or basically the entirety of your life because sleep dictates how well you feel during the day. And lastly, get in proper shape at least once in your life to starve off all of that stubborn baby fat and remove the stubborn body fat areas, which would otherwise cast a thick blanket of obesity over all of the hard-earned muscle that you have, hiding all of the separation and definition underneath, right? Get in shape once. It will literally prevent you from getting watery and bloated during the next off-season. I promise you this. And if you do it right, you can basically use any compound during the off-season and still look lean because you're consistent and your body fat levels are actually low. I mean, how many times have we seen IFBB pros who do show after show after show and then we hear that they run 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams anadrol for 16 weeks in duration, but somehow they're shredded full and hard and dense with zero water retention because they control all the variables, they're consistent, and they got lean many a time, minimizing body fat levels, and thus, all that anadrol is just retaining water in the skeletal muscle because there's no adipose tissue left. And that being said, you will never gain an optimal amount of muscle mass, regardless of how much performance-enhancing drugs you take, if you're not in a slight caloric surplus during your off-season bulking phase. You need to eat. Okay, you can overcompensate by increasing your PD intake and thus increase metabolic rate. And in this increased metabolic rate, you have higher energy expenditure and the more you're more efficient with the food that you're eating. So you can increase the drugs to more than what's required, restrict your caloric intake, main gain or recomp in the process. Will this make you look leaner during the off-season? Sure. Will this turn you into a freak? Sure. Will this come at the expense of your health? Also, sure. But hey, it's your body and your responsibility to decide on how you want to proceed. Because if you make money on social media, then I completely understand that you need to look a certain way. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I try to stay lean for the majority of the year to stay somewhat marketable. But all the guys on social media will tell you, all the guys that stayed lean for a year, two years, three years, maybe even longer, eventually you'll be miserable. It will detract from making progress. It will detract from your mental health being in a prolonged caloric restrictive state, even if that's caloric restriction during your off season, you, so you eat more than usual, but you're still restricting your calories, increasing your drug intake, mainly gaining in the process to stay lean for social media, mental health will deteriorate slowly, but steadily, but eventually you will break, especially if it's in your genetic makeup. All of your family members are somewhat chunky and you're constantly fighting body fat accrual during the off season. I had to stay marketable on social media. Um, at one point, you're going to have to reach for that hoodie and sweatpants, cover up and uh, put in a little bit of body fat simply for mental well-being overall libido i mean let, let's not even go there social media and libido and how poorly all of that is managed at the same time uh, at one point you need to cover up follow a cookie cutter off-season cycle to make some progress and be in a caloric surplus while hiding away from the rest of the world and then you can take a low and effective dose of testosterone nandrolone dianabol or anadrol a growth hormone insulin igf1 whatever you want to run to make some gains again but also gain a little bit of fluff in the process it's not the end of the world the next time you follow a cutting phase, guess what? 
you're in a much better state of health because your dosages are much lower and your metabolic rate is still sky high because you've been incrementally uh, increasing your caloric intake. And now you're solely dependent on a boatload of carbohydrates and then reducing your carbohydrates a little bit. You go from 5,500 calories to 5,000 calories. You add five minutes of extra daily fasted cardio in. Guess what's going to happen? Fat loss for days, nice and easy, while still eating a boatload of food and keeping your performance enhancing drug intake low. Food for thought, enjoy the ride. Oh, and while you maximize your gains during the off-season, have a look at the pre-workout formulas from Gorilla Mind. They have mode, they have nitric, they have energy, they have intra and post-workout glucose, pre-intra and post-essential amino acids, pre-workout glycerol, intra-workout electrolytes, and even beta-adenine if you like to get your salad tossed without the jelly, and so much more over at Gorilla Mind with discount code VIGOROUS. And if you want to do your off-season properly, do some blood work over at Merrick Health so you can keep yourself healthy by having the results right in front of your head, knowing when to quit and how to make the adjustments with the informed results. And get yourself a gym pin so you can stack more weights on all of the puny gym equipment that isn't designed for your level of strength you've now acquired by following Progressive Overlords. Right, you can find all of the links down below and you can find everything else that I'm associated with down below in the YouTube description section. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vigor Steve. Vigorous crew, you guys know what to do. A super consistent frontable bicep for you guys. It's not exactly my off season, um, but I'm main gaining nonetheless without real use of performance enhancing drugs. Thank you guys so much for watching and I'll see you in the next video.